The following is a special presentation of WRFH Sports. Crowd is roaring. It's a sold-out game here. Takes the three. Got that one to go. With the left hand off the glass. GMAC Player of the Year. Chef's layup bounces off the left side of the rim. Offensive rebound. Sydney Mills puts it back up and in. There's that size advantage. Easy layups. Hillsdale Charger basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM starts now. Hello and welcome to 101.7 FM, Ready for Hillsdale. My name is Evan Mick, and today I'm here with Hillsdale men's or Hillsdale women's basketball game, excuse me. And my partner Nate is going to give us our projected starters. Hello, uh, my name is Nate. Projected starters today are Lauren McDonald, Sydney Pinasek, Kendall McCormick, Caitlin Splain, and Ashley Conkle. And for and for, for Saginaw Valley? Saginaw Valley, we have Jessica Massey, Alessia Jones, Lydia Meredith, Victoria Stafford, and Tyler Sheed. So we've got about two minutes and 30 seconds before game time. So here's a couple notes that I got for that I think the Hillsdale, that I think will help the Hillsdale team win this basketball game. Uh, so Hillsdale shoots really well from the free throw line, much better than any team in their conference, much better than Saginaw Valley. So if they keep this game close and they bring it down to the end of the game free throws, they will definitely definitely put up a good showing for them. Uh, the other team also averages 11 steals. Saginaw Valley averages 11 steals per game, and it would be really, really, really big if Hillsdale just kept take care of the ball. Um, if you turn it over a lot, you're not going to win very many basketball games. Anything you got for us? Uh, yeah, uh, connecting at the charity stripe is critical to winning basketball games, especially down the stretch. Um, both these teams' records are pretty good, so we're looking at a good game today. Yep, very exciting game, hopefully, between a 3-3 three and three Hillsdale team and a 2-3 and three Saginaw Valley team. So we're going to send you to a short break as we go to the National Anthem right before the game starts, and then we'll be back. to the Grammar Minute, where we're saving the English language 60 seconds at a time. I'm Lauren Smith, and today we're going to talk about one of my favorite grammatical mistakes, dangling modifiers. Consider the sentence, exhausted after school, even coffee couldn't keep me awake. You probably know exactly what I mean, so at least it's clear, but it's also pretty grammatically wonky. That long modifier at the beginning of the sentence, exhausted after school, is clearly supposed to be modifying I, but it actually modifies the subject coffee, which, if you think about it, doesn't make any sense. Can coffee even get tired? The key here is to remember that when you have a dangling modifier at the beginning of a sentence, it will usually modify the subject of the following clause. So you could reword this to say, Exhausted after school, I couldn't stay awake, even after drinking a huge cup of coffee. And that would be correct. That's your Grammar Minute. So... As we begin, about to begin the first quarter, score is 0-0. Women's basketball, they do play quarters, so it is the first quarter. Um, starters look like the starters that we projected out there. So. Starters of Lauren McDonald, Sydney Penisic, 
Kendall McCormick, Caitlin Splain, and Ashley Conkle. Yep, so we're going to get this game going right along here as they're about to tip off. And now ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Charger Very, very young group this, this week. Uh, Sydney Mills, their main player, out of the game this week. Tip and one by Saginaw Valley. Pass the outside. Saginaw Valley moving the ball around. Drive inside. Kick it back out to the corner. Three-pointer is no good. Rebound Hillsdale. Yeah, definitely an early miss there. But they got an open shot at least, for sure. Yes, they did. Hillsdale's got to tighten up that defense just a little bit, for sure. Hillsdale top the key. Cut inside, drive, layup. Good. That was a great play by Hillsdale. Moving everybody to the left-hand side and having a little dribble handoff. Go come around, make an easy layup. Saginaw Valley looking for the opening. Moving the ball around. Three-pointer. No good. Rebound. Oh. Out of bounds. What it to Hillsdale. A good defensive possession for Hillsdale. Getting those early turnovers. Very, very important. Hopefully come out with an early lead. Currently 2-0 Hillsdale with nine minutes left in the first quarter. Oop, little wrap up at the top of the key. Hillsdale's going to take an inbound. Ball at the corner. Almost lost the ball. Covered it. Shot clock winding down. Jumper from the free throw line. No good. Rebound Hillsdale. Layup put back. No good. Rebound Hillsdale again. That's two offensive rebounds for Hillsdale in one possession. Hillsdale in the post. Layup. No good, but a foul. Shooting to shoot two. Fouls against number 23, Victoria Stafford. Obviously her first is very early in the game because it is only still 2-0 Hillsdale with 8 minutes and 10 seconds left. Hillsdale looking to extend that lead, though, with two free throws right here. Ashley Conkle at the stripe. First shot. Good. Second shot, also good. You know, not everybody has the same type of free throws, right? But those free throws were, were pretty low. Uh, very interesting, but they both did go in. So obviously, whatever she's got going for her, it's working out. Yeah, oh, drive by Saginaw Valley. No good. Hillsdale taking it back at the court. Fast break. Oh, another foul. Hard foul. And it's... She's slow to get up. Nope, she's she's up. She's all right. Victoria Stanford of Saginaw Valley is okay. She appeared to take a hard hit. She's okay. That is her second foul, though, and she is going to come out of the game. Replaced by number 25, 
Oh, that is Lauren Solom. Lauren Solom. Kendall McCormick is now going to shoot two for Hillsdale. First shot. Good. Just as we said, these ladies are extremely efficient from the strike. That's true, but it's always hard to say that right before they shoot it because then they usually... Oh, well, look at that. And jinxed us. They miss. They miss those free throws. It's the announcer jinx. That's, that's really is. our fault, isn't it? Is, it is, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. No fault of hers. That's definitely... That one's definitely on us right there. We'll make sure to keep those comments to a minimum until after they shoot the free throws. Yeah. Still 5-0 Hillsdale with 7.30 left. Quarter. Back in the valley. Good move. Great balls back, balls back out. Hillsdale allowing no openings. Drive. Kicked out. And travel on Saginaw Valley. Smothering defense by Hillsdale. Yeah, that was some that was some really, really good defense by Hillsdale. Forcing everybody to drive left. And when they did go left, they didn't want to shoot it. Every person who went left passed it back out to their their own team. But eventually you're gonna make a mistake. You can't keep driving and then not ever having a shot. Yeah. Still moving the ball up. Looking for an opening at the top of the key. Drive. And Saginaw possession. Yeah, they're gonna call Caitlin Splain for a for a traveling violation right there. Took one too many steps. Uh, kind of just landed on the wrong foot, I think. I think she was planning to, to jump stop right there, but I think her momentum got the best of her there. Savannah Valley getting into the paint. Layup, no good. Rebound Hillsdale, bringing it back up the court. Fast break. Oop, it pass inside. Layup, good. Great Lauren. recovery there by Lauren McDonald. Ball was a little bit behind her, but she got it, she grabbed it, and she made the layup. That's 7-0 Hillsdale with 6.30 left. Three point. No good. Rebound Hillsdale. Lord McDonald pulling in those rebounds. Yeah, I don't believe Saginaw Valley has an offensive rebound yet. Layup. Drive. Good. And a timeout is called by Saginaw Valley. We're going to go to a short break. You're listening to 101.7 FM, Ready for Hillsdale. Welcome to the Old Ball Game, where we talk about the past of America's favorite pastime. I'm Tate Christensen. Today we talk about Jackie Mitchell, one of the first and one of the only female baseball players in baseball history. Mitchell was born on August 29, 1913 in Memphis, Tennessee. Growing up, Mitchell played many sports, including basketball, swimming, tennis, and baseball. In her teenage years, the Mitchell family moved to Chattanooga, where she joined a baseball school, and scouts from the Chattanooga Lookouts saw her pitch. In 1931, she signed a temporary contract with the Lookouts to play two exhibition games that year. On April 2, 1931, in a game against the New York Yankees, Mitchell, at just 17 years old, was put into pitch for the Lookouts. The first batter she faced was Babe Ruth. She threw three pitches to him, two swings and misses, followed by a called third strike. After Ruth, Lou Gehrig was up to bat. Again, she took only three pitches to ring him up. 
Many people are skeptical of this game, however, and think that it was staged or was a publicity stunt. Following this game, Mitchell played baseball on and off until her official retirement from baseball in 1937. This has been the Old Ball Game on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm ready for Hillsdale. As Hillsdale is leading Saginaw Valley in women's basketball 9-0 with 6.14 left in the first quarter. Saginaw Valley, point guard, Saginaw Walker. A blocking foul on number 15, Kendall McCormick of Hillsdale. Yeah, she is one of their better defenders. They're definitely going to have to make sure that she is not getting any foul trouble. Obviously, her first of the day, not concerned right now, but eventually it may be. Saginaw Valley, number three, takes a shot from the top of the key. Bounces way outside. That's going to be possession for Hillsdale. Yeah, Hillsdale kind of left somebody wide open there, but quickly were able to pick them up again. Saginaw Valley full court pressing. Very interesting move this early in the first quarter. And a foul called on Hillsdale. They're going to get Sydney Panasic for a moving screen there. She had her hands up, tried to get out of the way, but she was not able to get out of the way fast enough. Now they're going to stop her out of the game for number 40, Emma Ruhlman. Saginaw They They seem to be three-pointer by number 32, Maggie Kinsley. Rebound back to Saginaw Valley. Ball went out of bounds. Ball Hillsdale. Saginaw Valley still yet to score this game. It's still 9-0 right now. As they look to get a full court pressure again. Just try to get something going. Yeah, the Hillsdale defense this game has been smothering. Saginaw has been moving the ball all around the three-point line, trying to find an opening, and it's just not been happening. Kick out to the corner. Hillsdale. Three-pointer by Kendall McCormick did not go in, but Saginaw Valley is going to bring the ball back of the court. A drive by Santa Walker. Foul. Megan McCallum will now shoot two for Saginaw Valley. Yeah, that foul is against Lauren McDonald. Her first of the game. Still very early. Not worrying about foul trouble yet, but her first of the game. And that is good. Saginaw Valley now gets on the scoreboard. Saginaw Valley managed to convert both free throws. And they are still full court pressing. Hillsdale with the ball movement. Get the ball up the court. Emma Ruman with the ball. Drive inside by Emma Ruhlman. Stumbles. Hold on to the ball. That'll be a jump. Yeah, Saginaw Valley's in a in a diamond pressure, so they got it looks like a 1-2-1-1 one, one, one going all the way back. Uh, really trying to trap in those corners. Got to make sure to get the ball movement very quickly. Otherwise, I mean, you won't have much of a lane to pass it through. But if you keep the ball moving, that, that pressure is very easy to beat if you have good passers. Saginaw Valley 
the ball inside in the post. Number 32. Post moves. Layup. The layup is good by Maggie Kingsley of Saginaw Valley. Hillsdale breaks through. Right through layup. No, loses the... And another jump ball. This has been a fiery game so far. Yeah, very exciting. Couple, Multiple jump balls here. Very early in the game. Not something that you see a lot, especially at this level. Both teams playing very physically. Lampin's kick out to the corner. Hillsdale moving the ball all around. Three-pointer is blocked. Saginaw Valley take possession. Moving down the court on the fast break. And, the le- the, and Megan McKella of Saginaw Valley is fouled. She will shoot two. Sometimes you, on the fast break, you got to foul rather than trying to give them a, a layup. Hope they miss one of the free throws. Yeah, really, really confusing call there on that out-of-bounds, though. Uh, one of the Saginaw Valley girls jumped up had her foot on the sideline, then she jumped up, touched the ball, and then landed back on the sideline. So I don't know why she wasn't called out of bounds. I don't know if the ref just missed it, but I thought that one should have been out of bounds way back there. First free throw is good by Megan McCallie, making it 9-5 to Hillsdale with 3 minutes and 15 seconds left in the first quarter. She makes the second free throw, too. So far, most points by Saginaw Valley have come from the free throw line. Ooh! Alicia Jones pushes Cindy Pinasek out of bounds. Yeah, a little bit a little bit aggressive here this game early for sure. Sydney just kind of laughed it off though as she she fell out of bounds with a smile on her face, believe it or not. Take the possession. Now, very early in the game, still the first quarter, and Saginaw Valley already has Four fouls. Drive inside, kick out. Travel called on Cindy from the side. Looks like she wanted to make a move. Saginaw Valley defender was coming at her, and she just got a little bit caught up. Yeah, got to be careful there. Don't want to give away free possessions. Not in a game like this, not when it's already close. Not so early either. No. Almost another wrap-up, but... Lestia Jones cutting inside for Saginaw Valley. Makes the layup. It's now 9-8. Hillsdale. Yeah, I think they got the defensive. Saginaw Valley's press is definitely definitely working a little better now. Yeah. They just trapped Lauren McDonald in the corner. She uh, deflected off of a Saginaw Valley player, and so it's Hillsdale possession. The nice thing is that when the ball's on the side, they can't do that diamond pressure. It doesn't quite work, so they have to man pressure if they want to, and they're just not as good at man pressuring as they are at diamond pressuring. No, so Hillsdale will take that. There was a layup attempt. Missed, and now Saginaw Valley has the ball again. Coming down. A layup. Passed inside. Layup. And the end one made by Megan McCalla of Saginaw Valley. She'll shoot one. We're probably going to see a Hillsdale timeout here pretty soon. Very likely. Regroup. Regroup. Saginaw Valley is currently on a 10-0 run after Hillsdale started the game off on a 9-0 run. 
to make it 10 to 9, Saginaw Valley beating Hillsdale Women's Basketball with three minutes left to go in Ever the first quarter. Ever McCallum misses the free throw. Saginaw Valley regains possession. Three from way downtown by Michaela Mao of Saginaw Valley. Makes it 9-13, Saginaw Valley. Steal by Alessia Jones of Saginaw Valley. And she gets called for the travel just as she was going to shoot the layup. Yeah, great defense there. Not only not to foul, but to cause a turnover. Very impressive. Hillsdale's got to be careful. The place that you don't want to get the ball against a 1-2-1-1 a one, one, one defense or a diamond pressure is in their corners. In the corners in the early part uh, in your own sideline and in the corners right behind half. That's where they got the ball there, and that's why they got trapped and turned the ball over. Good fast break by Hillsdale. Layup. Layup is good by Caitlin Splain to break the run. That's the risk of, of pressuring right there. You can give up easy layups, easy points sometimes. Caitlin Splain doing some work towards the inside, passes it inside. Rebound Hillsdale after the layup attempt. Working around. Conkle on the outside. Three-pointer from the elbow. No good. But again, rebound Hillsdale. Incredible, but unfortunately the ball bounces off the leg. Saginaw Valley possession. That's something Hillsdale is doing very well. Offensive rebounds. Yes, yes. They're definitely definitely beating Saginaw Valley in the rebounding department. A great shot, actually. I like that shot by Ashley Conkle. I understand that she missed, but I think that when you have the size advantage and you're looking at the ball down in the paint, sometimes you just got just to gotta try to take it on. And I mean, you're not going to make every one, but some of those, when they start falling, that's when you get dangerous right there. Yeah, those good inside looks. Especially because she's not their normal scorer. If you can get your, your not normal scorers to start, you know, getting on fire, that's that's when your scorers make their life a whole lot easier. Three from the corner by Jessica Macy. Air ball by Saginaw Valley. Does up bring the ball up fast. Caught to the top of the key, shoots. Fortune three-pointer misses. Saginaw Valley with the rebound. Bring it down fast pace. Lady Meredith fouled on the layup attempt. Yeah, the thing that's really killing Hillsdale right now is they have six turnovers in the first quarter. But the reason why they are still in this game is because they have lead, they're leading Saginaw Valley 13 rebounds to seven. Definitely some definitely some things that they're going to have to change. But some things, at least rebounding-wise, they're doing extremely well. First free throw is... No good by Lydia Meredith. And yeah, uh, keeping control of the glass is, is essential for winning winning basketball games. Allows you to keep possession even after if you, if you miss. Second free throw is good by Meredith. With under a minute left on the clock, it's 11-14 Hillsdale. The press is in full effect by Saginaw Valley. But Hillsdale's moving the ball up well. Jumper from the top of the key. No good, but rebound again, Hillsdale. Maybe a missed foul call there in the inside. Who knows? Tagging the Valley to bring the ball up. 
Yeah, nice once again, getting another offensive rebound by Hillsdale on that possession. Two shots every possession, it's a rest for success. Getting inside, Meredith blocked. That was a great block right there by the freshman, number 23. 10 seconds left on the clock. Hillsdale really trying to get that last shot. Trying to hold ball the with Caitlin Splane. And over to Atkins for the three. And that's the end of the first quarter. We're going to send you away to the commercials. This is 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. Telling the stories of those who have been awarded the Medal of Honor. This is Minute of Honor. Here's Jenna Suhita. On September 17, 1944, First Lieutenant Donald K. Schwab was leaving his company across exposed ground in France when intense enemy fire came without warning from the woods directly in front of them. Schwab protected his men and led them forward into the enemy fire. He rallied his force and struggled to within 50 yards of the Germans before ordering his men to hit the dirt. He rushed forward alone, firing his carbine at the German foxholes, aiming for the vital enemy machine pistol nest. He charged the German emplacement, ripped off the half cover, struck the German gunner in the head, and dragged him back through a hail of fire to friendly lines. First Lieutenant Schwab's actions so disorganized hostile infantry resistance that the enemy forces withdrew, abandoning their formidable defensive line. For his extraordinary heroism and selflessness above and beyond the call of duty, First Lieutenant Donald Schwab was awarded the Medal of Honor. This is Minute of Honor on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Telling the stories of those who have been awarded the Medal of Honor, this is Minute of Honor. Here's Jenna Suhita. On March 9 to 12, 1966, Sergeant First Class Benny G. Adkins' camp was attacked early in the morning. Adkins manned a mortar position to defend the camp. Fighting continued until early the next morning when enemy forces launched their main attack. When all mortar rounds were expended, he used every available resource to continue his resistance. When ordered to evacuate, Adkins and a small group of soldiers dug through the back of the bunker and fought their way out of the camp. When he learned that the last helicopter had already departed, Adkins took charge until they were rescued two days later. During the 38-hour battle and 48 hours of escape and evasion, Adkins killed an estimated 155 enemy fighters while sustaining 18 different wounds to his body. For his extraordinary heroism and selflessness, at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty, Sergeant First Class Benny G. Adkins was awarded the Medal of Honor. This is Minute of Honor on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. FM Radio for Hillsdale. It's now 9 minutes and 30 seconds left. 11 in the second quarter. 11-14 Hillsdale. 11-14 Saginaw Valley, actually. Oh, Saginaw, Saginaw Valley is leading Hillsdale's women's basketball team by three points currently. But two-pointer top of the key by Hillsdale. Brings that lead down to one. Caitlin Splane is definitely, definitely the shooter of the team. Lay it by Saginaw Valley. Back up to three. They begin the second quarter. Maintain the full court press. Turnover by Hillsdale. Lawrence Sullivan with the miss, but rebound Saginaw Valley and foul. Tyler Sheed will now shoot from the free throw line. Going back to Caleb explaining, she's definitely the shooter of the team. Anywhere beyond layups, uh, she's shot the most of the team. 51 three points, uh, 84 total field goals. Very, very close in field goals, at least to Lauren McDonald. But in three-pointers, not close to anybody. 
she's definitely the person that they want to get the ball in the hands of when they're taking shots. It's so critical to have that clutch three-point shooter on your team. And the first free throw is missed by Sheed. She made the second one. Hillsdale still trying to find a way through this press. Turnover. Now it is Meredith bringing the ball up for Saginaw Valley. That's how you do it, though, right there. It was the right idea. It was just poor execution. Get the ball to the middle of the court, and and then you can beat it down the sideline. Have somebody run down the sideline and beat them down the sideline. But you got to get the ball in the middle first before you can do that. Hills on the bit of a fast break. Layup. Layup is no good by McDonald. But those are the looks you want to see, those getting inside, shooting the ball. High percentage looks. Deflection by McDonald. But Saginaw Valley recovered it. Driving inside, fighting for the look. Sinks the tough layup. Alessia Jones. And there you go right there. Get the ball in the middle of the court, and just like that, they beat the press. Drive inside. Great layup by Lauren McDonald. 15-19, Saginaw Valley. Yeah, 7.40 left. That's exactly what you were talking about like 10 seconds ago. It was a high percentage shot, and she missed the first one. She goes back, and she takes the same shot again, and she makes it. Yes. 19-15, Saginaw Valley is leading Hillsdale with seven minutes left in the, in the, second, in the second quarter. Hillsdale playing strong defense. Ball is now inside, though. Sheed. Stafford, tough layup. Great defense by Hillsdale, but there's a fight for the ball. Saginaw Valley comes back with it. McDonald smothering defense. Deflection. Over Hillsdale, Saginaw Valley keeps possession. But they only have seconds, seven seconds shot, seven seconds left on the play clock here to be able to score. So they're gonna have to come up with something quick. They're probably gonna look to score right off the inbound play. Or maybe not. Interesting choice here to bring the ball to the top of the key. They're going to have to force up a tough three by Jones. Oh, my goodness. What was that? Shot clock violation. That was a great block by Hillsdale. Ball didn't even get close to the rim while it was in the air. So shot clock goes off and just like that. Hillsdale basketball. Hillsdale beats the press. Playing, controlling the ball, passing it around. Splains gets double teamed. Steal by Saginaw Valley. Coming down the court on the fast break. Layup no good. Second layup also no good. Fight for the ball. Let's give me another jump. This game is very physical so far. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of jump balls. A lot of diving on the ground, for sure. Hillsdale's kind of figuring out, I think, how to beat this press. Uh, keeping the ball out of those corners in their own end, out of the corners right after half. Beat it the last couple times with really no problems at all. Hillsdale moving the ball around. Oh, press is broken. Blocked. 
layup by Sydney. Pinisic blocked by Jones. Over Hillsdale maintains possession. Yeah, like we just said right there, Hillsdale finally figuring out how to defeat the pressure consistently. Hillsdale still looking for the opening drive. Layup misses, unfortunately. And although contested, the rebound does come up with Saginaw Valley. He's now bullet past the corner, but couldn't get up the shot. Saginaw Valley three. Missed by Maggie Kingsley. Hillsdale moving the ball back up the court. I think something to look for later is the matchups that Hillsdale or that Saginaw Valley is trying to play. Explain took a hard fall, but she's okay. She's coming back right up the court. Uh, Saginaw Valley is trying to get the matchup to pick and roll on Caitlin Splain and then switch off of her for her next to uh, kick Caitlin Splain against the center or a big man. Yeah, that's the matchup that they want because they know that she's going to either try and shoot and use the center's length to block the ball or, or drive and hopefully same same deal. Yeah, use the size. Three-pointer by Penisic. No good. Hills out fighting for the rebound, but comes up with Saginaw Valley. And Jones has been, Jones for Saginaw Valley has been the main driver of this offense. So, but eventually she's going to have to sit out. We'll see what Hills will come up with once she's out of the game. Block. Jones blocked by Kistrick. Wow. And an and one by Splane. That was an absolutely amazing shot. I don't even think she saw the basket. She kind of just tossed it up backwards, knowing that there was going to be a shooting foul, and it just hits off the corner of the glass and rolls in. As we're going to go to a timeout, Saginaw Valley is currently leading Hillsdale 21-17. We'll be back after this short break. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Gavin Leistro on I've Got Ox. Everyone loves music. But want to learn more about your favorite artists and their hit songs? Tune in to I've Got Ox with hosts Gavin Listro, Allie Hall, and Bella Dix as they explore different artists, their styles, and their songs on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. As Saginaw Valley is currently leading Hillsdale 21 to 17 with four minutes left in the second quarter. Some high scores for the game. Uh, for Saginaw Valley, leading scoring is Megan McCollum, number four, uh, followed by Michaela Moo with five points and Alicia Jones with four points. As for Hillsdale, their leading scorer currently in the game is number 30, Kaylin Splain, and I do believe that she's their leading scorer overall. Actually tied with Lauren McDonald, who also has six points. Kevin McCormick has three, and Ashley Conkle has two, as they have 17 total points in the second quarter. Now Splane's going to shoot her end one free throw from that extremely tough layup that she made. She makes it 
cutting the lead just to three. And then she comes out for number three, Lauren McDonald. She gets to take a break on the bench. Both teams have been playing clinical defense. This game has been about just grinding out possession after possession, just looking for good looks. Only five seconds left on the shot clock. It's a turnover. Now Hillsdale has the ball. She stepped out of bounds. Now the issue with full court pressing the entire game is your players get tired. Sacramento they do have bench, but it's going to be interesting to see in the longer stretch how they deal with fatigue. Yeah, that might be why they're so poor at free throw shooting, because at the end of the game, they're so tired that they can't shoot the free throws anymore. That could be an issue. Foul is called. Third foul on Kendall McCormick now for Hillsdale. Obviously something that you don't want to see. McCormick with three fouls already in the second quarter. She's one of their better defenders. Definitely want to be able to see her having good matchups. She's a big reason why Saginaw Valley started this game out with zero points. For a majority of the first quarter, maybe eight minutes in, it was 9-0 to zero still at Hillsdale. As I believe somebody's nose is bleeding from Saginaw Valley, so they're going to have to take her out and get her a sub. Saginaw Valley puts in Jessica Massey for the poor girl whose nose is bleeding. Wonder what happened. And number started. 32, Maggie Kinslet, whose nose is bleeding. Time winding down on the shot clock. And they pass it right out of bounds. Hillsdale basketball. Yeah, time starts to wind down and those Saginaw players start to get a little bit desperate. Just kind of throw that one out of bounds. That's so far been their issues. The shot clock and the free throws. Ooh. Pump fake. Ice plane in for the layup. Doesn't make it. Now Walker for Saginaw Valley is coming down the court. Cut some contact. Tough layup. She makes the layup. Now 23-18, Saginaw Valley. With two and a half minutes left. Great job there by Hillsdale breaking that price. A three by Splane. An offensive rebound by Hillsdale. That's a big rebound at this point in the game. However, unfortunately, it's a turnover. A little bit kickball by Saginaw Valley, but they get away with it. Walker almost loses the ball. Keeps it, though. Kicks out to the corner. Half time left on the shot clock. Almost loses the ball. Good tip by Hillsdale. Out of bounds. Leaving them once again with only seven seconds on the shot clock. Not a lot of time for Saginaw Valley to make a play. Uh, really, really important there that they do for themselves because they've struggled against this shot clock right now. That has been their Achilles heel this game. 
Walker driving. Layup no good, but an offensive rebound by Saginaw Valley. They're going to try and reset the offense. Three-pointer also no good. Once again, the ball is tipped out by Hillsdale. Yeah, a long three there by number 22, Michaela Moo. We've seen her make one of those, but, I mean, it's just kind of an ill-advised shot when you're that far away from the three-point line. Saginaw with the cross-court throw. Very risky move. Shot clock winding down. Saginaw's got to shoot. Walker has the ball. He's trying to get a shot up. Fouled. Oh, I believe there was a foul on Saginaw Valley. Oh. Yeah, it was an offensive foul. She was throwing the elbows around. Offensive foul is reasonable. She comes out of the game. Replaced by... Number 11, Jones. Bad pass there by Hillsdale. Turn the ball over against the press. This press has been very effective by Saginaw Valley. As they're currently winning 23-18 to 18 with a minute 13 left to go. Shot clock winding down. Saginaw Valley's got to shoot again. Jones with the ball. Driving. Shot. Missed. Hillsdale with the rebound. This could be a big possession for them. They're looking to make it a one-score game once again right here. Ruhlman getting double-teamed at the elbow. Have to find a way out. She does. It's McDonald. Ball is picked on the pass to split. Saginaw bringing the ball up the court. Fast break layup is good by number 20, Meredith. The ball is turned over again, again by Hillsdale. Over this time, Saginaw Valley cannot make the fast break layup. They're trying to slow down the offense. Yeah, that's one right there the that, that going. Sheed's going to want back. Missed a wide open layup there, pretty much. Very little pressure on it. Splains is going to calmly handle the ball here. 13 seconds. Trying to, get, trying to get the last shot of the quarter. Time winding down. Ball in the corner. Shot at the corner. No good. Saginaw has the ball again with three seconds, too. Time stops. Foul colon Peyton Atkins of Hillsdale College. Yeah, she was trying to chase the ball down, trying to make a play, but when there's only two seconds left, sometimes you got to watch the clock. you gotta, you got to know that. Shot up. You're giving them a chance at getting a last-second shot here. As Saginaw Valley leads Hillsdale College 25-18 going into halftime. We're going to go to a long break, and we'll be back with the second half shortly. Hello, and welcome back to 101.7 FM, Ready for Hillsdale. Women's basketball, Hillsdale College versus Saginaw Valley. Currently, Saginaw Valley leads Hillsdale at halftime, 25-18 to 18 in a very, very low-scoring game. Uh, Hillsdale's shooting 29% or 26%, excuse me, and as is Saginaw Valley, Hillsdale's 0 for 8 from the three-point line. Saginaw Valley is 1 for 12. Definitely not a very good shooting game today for sure. Uh, Hillsdale is 
was dominating in rebounds early, but Saginaw Valley kind of caught up. Uh, 23 now. Hillsdale has more rebounds to Saginaw's 20. Defensively rebounding better, but offensively, Saginaw Valley in that last couple drives put together enough rebounds to pass up Hillsdale's offensive rebounds. Hillsdale does lead in blocks, doing a very good job. The big story of the game is turnovers and steals. Hillsdale has seven more turnovers than Saginaw Valley, and Saginaw Valley has nine more steals than Hillsdale. Saginaw Valley has 10 steals in one half. They're on pace to get 20 steals, which is double their own season average, which is which already pretty high at the point. So the big story of the game is, can Hillsdale keep possession? If Hillsdale does not turn the ball over, if Hillsdale doesn't beat Hillsdale, Hillsdale is definitely playing like the better team here today. Yeah. Shooting is roughly the same, but Hillsdale has been a little more consistent. They've been getting inside, getting better looks more often. But it, it really is is that, that full-court press by Saginaw Valley has been absolutely killer. And Hillsdale, while they've been trying to find a way through so far, lack of answers. Yeah, Saginaw Valley also subs a lot because of that full-court press, which means they have to have a really deep rotation. They actually have 15 bench points to Hillsdale's zero. That's going to be something that Saginaw Valley is going to continue to do in the second half, especially if they continue to press. They're going to have to keep subbing and subbing and subbing. And Hillsdale's going to have to find a weak lineup to take advantage of. They started out that game on a 9-0 run, and they've slowly fallen apart since. We're back in the action, third quarter. Saginaw Valley does have possession starting in the quarter. Quick inside run. Oop. Foul by Hillsdale. Foul is, on the f- 11. foul is on the floor, though, so she won't be shooting two. Even though she had the shot at the jump shot, she wanted to see if the defender would jump, which she did. The problem is, is that she landed right back on top of her. Substitution for Hillsdale. Uh, Penasic coming out for Ruhlman. Yeah, Pen- Penasic now has three fouls. Uh, once again, another player at Hillsdale's kind of in a little bit of foul trouble here as we begin the second half. The other player with three fouls is already in the game. Kendall McCormick, number 15. Got to be very Shot careful. Clock winding down. And Hillsdale secures possession. No longer, Saginaw's no longer full court pressing. They, at least they didn't just then. Yeah, it's still really early in the second half. Maybe give your players a little bit of a rest, especially because you're up by seven, uh, hoping to come out at halftime. Stay a little bit relaxed, and then eventually probably come back to that full-court pressure. I really think that they will go back to it, since of how well it worked in the first half. And until then, Hillsdale hopefully can get some layups. Yeah, missed layup right there by Kendall McCormick, one that she's going to want back, but one that she doesn't miss very often. It was a really good look, a really, really good dribble by her. Saginaw Valley also misses their shot. So far in the second half, it's been a lot of back and forth. Nope. Just tough, tough, tough looks. No points yet. No None. points at all. Both teams looking to break that, looking to get the first score of the new half. Yeah. 
Both teams have been playing man defense, with the exception of, obviously, the, the pressure zone. Both teams have been playing man defense on their own half the entire game. Hillsdale with a fast break. McCormick does not convert the layup. She's definitely going to want that one back. That's That could have been big for Hillsdale, big momentum shift. Yeah, that's her second one that she's going to want back in a row. Hillsdale looks like they're going to make some sub pretty soon. A, a tough start for one of their one of their best players out there on the court. As she plays great defense, though, there. First second off Valley and no miss layup. Turnover by Hillsdale. Second early bringing the ball. Back up, fast break, 3v2, but didn't quite take advantage. Corner three is good by number two, Jessica Macy of Saginaw Valley. Hillsdale is now down 28-18 with seven and a half left in the third quarter. And timeout called, so take on a quick break. That's been Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Here's Hillsdale College master's student Andrew Pierce with a quote from the 16th president of the United States. Abraham Lincoln in his temperance society address said, when the conduct of men is designed to be influenced, persuasion, kind, unassuming persuasion should ever be adopted. It is an old and a true maxim that a drop of honey catches more flies than a gallon of gall. If you would win a man to your cause, first convince him that you are his sincere friend. Therein is a drop of honey that catches his heart, which, say what he will, is the great high road to his reason, and which, when once gained, you will find but little trouble in convincing his judgment of the justice of your cause, if indeed that cause really be a just one. Hillsdale College, pursuing truth, defending liberty since 1844. FM, Ray Free Hillsdale. As Saginaw Valley women's basketball leads Hillsdale's women's basketball 28-18 to in the third quarter with 7 minutes and 22 seconds left, coming off of a Hillsdale timeout. Saginaw Valley back to that full court pressure that we saw in the first half. Hillsdale looking to break it very differently than they did in the first quarter and the second quarter. Good ball movement. Immediately, Hillsdale breaks out of the press. And a quick layup. No good. Yeah, I like that strategy. If, if they're only going to put three up there to defend you, and you leave four up there, somebody's going to be wide open every single time to take the ball out. When you got four people who can dribble in the game, that's going to work every single time. Tanner Valley looking to get inside. Shot clock beginning to wind down now. Six seconds left. They got to give a shot. Jones misses the layup. Now Hills has the ball. Running the ball up the court fast. Hinesek with the three. No good. Almost gets her own rebound. Oh, rebound secured. Now Hills has the ball back at the top of the key. We're going to slow the offense down. Yeah, that was a great effort play right there by, by Sydney, followed by Lauren McDonald. And a pass that got slightly deflected. So now Saginaw Valley has the ball on a bit of a fast break. Layup. No good. But they get their own rebound. Yeah, got to avoid those offensive rebounds right there, Hillsdale. Something they struggled with at the very end of the second half. 
Got to get back to how they were doing in the first quarter, boxing out, playing good defense. On the inside and a easy layup for Saginaw Valley. Those that was once again broken, depressed. Looking for a look inside. The layup by McDonald. So something that we didn't see in the first half is that their best rebounder and possibly the leading rebounder all time for Hillsdale at the end of this season, Sidney Mills, is out of this game. And in the first half, it didn't really seem to matter. They seemed to be rebounding really, really, really well. But at the end of this second half, or in second quarter and beginning of this third quarter, it seemed to take a toll on Hillsdale's rebounding. They seemed to struggle with that just a little bit. Shot clock's running down. Saganavelli with the inside layup converts. Oh, turnover right off the inbound. Saganavelli has the ball again. Yeah, if Hillsdale can't break this press at least 90% of the time, I mean, Saganavelli's just going just gonna to keep doing it, and they're just going to keep getting more possessions on more possessions. Second Valley player appeared to step out there, but no call by the referee. Shot clock, zero time shot, but it deflects off the rim. Second Valley gets the rebound and puts it in. Hillsdale needs to stop the shots when the shot clock gets that low. They're forcing the tough shots. What they're not doing is they're not getting the rebound back after the shot misses. Yeah, offensive rebounds really, really, really killing them. As, as Saginaw Valley has two in this first quarter. They've also scored 14 points off Hillsdale turnovers. Just like that one right there. As we're going to go to the short break, we go to a timeout. Integrity, commitment, love of the game. These traits describe the people high school sporting events can't start without, the officials. They're out there every day giving back to our kids. Let's give them the respect they deserve. Better yet, why don't you become one? Visit the MHSAA website for more information. There's help wanted, just whistle. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. 101.7 101.7 FM, ready for Hillsdale as Saginaw Valley women's basketball leads Hillsdale women's basketball 34-20 in the middle of the third quarter in a very, very low-scoring game. Saginaw Valley been taking up a lot of the shot clock on each one of their possessions. Whether that's on purpose or not, that's something for the average fan to decide while they're here. But I think Hillsdale's playing some, some great defense. It's just beating that press and other than that, the only other struggle that they're having is defensive rebounds. But those two things combined have led Hillsdale into this 14-point deficit. And yeah, if Hillsdale can close out on those, because uh, they're forcing the shot clock every time, and so if they can just close out, secure those rebounds, they can be in a much better position. Going to inbound it right there. Three pointer from the elbow. 
fought tough for the rebound. Fouled. Roman is fouled on the inside. She can shoot two free throws. Great job to open up the offensive rebounding again for Hillsdale right there by Roman. First shot is good. I learned my lesson. I'm not going to say anything about the second shot. Oh, man. Oh, oh, Nate. Learned your lesson? Hopefully it's paying off. Second shot is good. Hillsdale's five for six now on free throws. Thanks to us instead of six for six. But learning our lesson. Slowly but surely. Uncontested three at the top. Saginaw Valley. Tough rebound by Hillsdale, but ball appeared to deflect off a Saginaw Valley player. Hillsdale maintains possession. Yeah, the unfortunate thing is that this means that Saginaw Valley has time to set up their press. Yes, this is not what Hillsdale wants. Tough inbound pass. Beats two defenders. That was on that was a fast break. Saginaw Valley managed to get back in the steal. Now they're going to go on a fast break. Saginaw Valley 3v1, fast break. And they make the close jumper. It was a good defense for a 3v1, but better offense by Saginaw Valley right there is when you have a 3v1, you should score every time, and they, they just found the right, right, right player, wide open shot. Roman with the three for Hillsdale. Doesn't convert, but Splane gets the rebound. Is going to try and reset the offense here. Tough fadeaway Jay. Doesn't come up with it. That's her shot, though. See, it may look tough for most players, but those are the kind of shots that she's comfortable with taking, and they're comfortable with her taking. Hillsdale is now going to take possession. It, it certainly... Foul on Saginaw Valley. But it was not where a shot. It was just appeared to be a bit of a strike. Yeah, fouls on number one right there. Finally drawing a foul out of that press. It's pretty big because if you get them into foul trouble, then they also can't press. It's dangerous right there. But Saginaw Valley is staying very much out of foul trouble with most of their players. Deeper three by McDonald. Gets it. That was just a beautiful shot. Net barely even moved after that thing went in. Could that be the momentum changer that Hillsdale needs? We'll have to see. But for now, Saginaw Valley, tough drive inside, gets the layup. Goes out with a quick inbound, trying to make sure Saginaw can't set up for the press, but they lose the ball. Saginaw Valley's need and run, trying to get the shot. Open three at the top of the key. Does not get it. Hillsdale pulls in the rebound. When you're playing against a press like that, I don't really understand why your ball handler isn't passing the ball in. Maybe not your best ball handler because you want them getting the ball first. When you don't want to get trapped in the corner and passing the ball right back out to the inbounder is very important. You want somebody who's going to handle the ball, not somebody who's going to pass it in, such as Ashley Conkle, and then just drive down the field. Not her fault, but that's not her game. 
And I think they need somebody in there that that is their game, somebody that can at least take the ball down the court if need be. Yes. Foul on Saginaw Valley. San Jose is going to get the inbound uh, right into the Saginaw Valley basket. This could lead to potentially getting a bucket. Conkler back to the basket, trying to work to the smaller defender. Doesn't get the layup. Saginaw Valley secures the rebound. Minute 30 left. Saginaw Valley's up 38-25. Yeah, I like that drive, though, by Conkle once again. Taking those high-percentage shots, and she seemed to at least be in control. She might have missed the shot, but she seemed to be in control before the shot went up. Yeah, whenever you see that mismatch, smaller defender, you have to take it. Even if it doesn't go in, it should eventually end. Number 23 for Saginaw Valley getting the layup, extending the lead. 40-25. With just a minute left. Clock now stops. Ball was tipped out by a Saginaw Valley defender. He'll still struggling a little bit today against the double teams. So when they double team, obviously in your end, you got to get rid of the ball. Very early. That's on, that's on that press. When you're trying to break the press, you got to get rid of the ball. They've done okay in that. They did a little bit better in the first half. But whenever they've been doubled on the offensive side of the ball, they haven't. there's always somebody open within shooting range. They haven't been able to find that player yet for themselves. Three is good for Hillsdale. Savannah Smith is the one who made that three. Counter three by Saginaw Valley. Doesn't make it. Fight for the ball. Saginaw Valley comes up with it, but nope, Hillsdale comes up with it. Yeah, Saginaw Valley currently leads Hillsdale 28, or 40 to 28 with only 30 seconds left in this third quarter. Over the shot clock is on. Oop. To be a potential shooting foul. Yes, it was a shooting foul. Roman's going to take two. Right, there's currently 22 seconds left in the game clock, which means we will not have a shot clock for the rest of this third quarter. A very important second. Valley's going to look to take as much of the game clock as possible so they can get the last shot in. A whole bunch of subs just made by Saginaw Valley. Looking like they're going to try and take some of the uh, start pressing players out just for these last 20 seconds. Yeah, put some put some guards in there. Try to get some speed going down the court so you can get the ball off in those 22 and a half seconds. Maybe put, possibly put in a certain lineup that knows a certain play. Yes, something for these just down the stretch moments. First shot by Roman was good. So is the second. That makes the score 40 to 30. Hillsdale is currently losing to Saginaw Valley with 22 and a half seconds left in women's basketball. Saginaw Valley really looking to chew the clock here. Hillsdale kind of letting them, making sure they can't get a good shot off. Ball's in the post. Six seconds left. Second Valley rushes. <coughs> gets a shooting foul on Hayden Atkins. There are four seconds here left, though. So very important if Hillsdale does get the rebound or if they inbound, but mostly if they get the rebound. Go quick here. 
get those 4.3 seconds and get at least a decent shot off here. Even if it is a little bit of a momentum three-point jumper, make sure it's not just a, a three-quarter of the court shot. Yeah, Jose most definitely has time to get a solid look. First shot is good by Massey of Saginaw Valley. Second shot's also good. Interesting strategy not to burn the clock. I'm running down. Last second shot by Ruman does not go. Yeah, unfortunate layup miss. Hillsdale's had quite a few missed layups here. Definitely hurting them in such a low-scoring game. And we're going to send you on a break. This has been 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale. Radio Free Hillsdale has some great short features to tune into throughout the day. Catch the Grammar Minute with Lauren Smith to get a one-minute lesson on words and phrases we use every day and how we might be using them wrong. I'm Lauren Smith, and today we'll talk about when you should and shouldn't use contractions. Or tune into the Policy Corner with host Josh Barker to get the latest on the bills Congress is debating. Today we're going to take a closer look at the changes to retirement programs made by the Omnibus Bill. Tune in on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM or catch all our features on Apple Podcasts. Hillsdale College challenges you to rise to self-government, to act with prudence, and to love the good, the beautiful, and the true. But what about the lifetime challenge of bringing those high things into the world? The Washington Hillsdale Internship Program gives you that opportunity. WIP sends you from the classroom into the workforce to apply your learning there before you graduate. Bring your self-government to a semester in our nation's capital. Join in the fight for the good, the beautiful, and the true through internships in public policy, foreign affairs, education, laboratory research, consulting, and more. WIP. Find the challenge. Live the adventure. For more information, visit dc.hillsdale.edu or contact Mary Greco at mgreco.hillsdale.edu. Welcome back to 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale. We are now in the fourth quarter of the women's volleyball game versus your Hillsdale Chargers versus Saginaw Valley. Hillsdale has possession and is looking to get the first bucket of the fourth quarter. However, and a foul. Foul's on the screen right there against Ashley Conkle. Uh, I think they call it for either a moving screen or a push off on a screen. Something more than just standing there and getting in the way. And those are not the kind of calls you want trying to give up possession, especially with because Hillsdale's uh, down 42-30 with nine and a half minutes left in the fourth. Yeah, it's a very important fourth quarter for them. they got to be extremely aggressive. If you're not aggressive, see, if you're aggressive and you fail, then you were already losing anyways. But if you're conservative, there's no way that you're going to make any sort of comeback. So you have to be aggressive at the end of the game because even if you widen the margin, a loss is a loss no matter what. If you want a chance at winning, you have to be aggressive here. And Hillsdale Valley off of Saginaw, turn, Saginaw Valley turnover will take possession um, right underneath their basket. Quick inbound to Roman. The three by McDonald does not come off. Now Hillsdale, a bit of a press there. Blaine is just attacking this uh, um, 
Saginaw Valley player. But quick fast break. Pass inside. Hillsdale needs to be converting these layups. They want a good steal by McDonald. Out for the three. McCormick in the layup. He converts. And one. Saginaw Valley player wanted the charge, didn't get it, and instead got called for a foul. Yeah, she stood still, but she shifted a little bit her body weight there, uh, making it a blocking foul. McCormick's an interesting game. Hillsdale's, arguably Hillsdale's better, one of the best defenders that they have. Yet got into a little bit of foul trouble in the first half. However, since has been much cleaner. Still only has those three fouls, but... Yeah, the person in foul trouble now, the only person with four foul in this game is Alicia Jones, number 11 for Saginaw Valley. And she has been moving a lot of their offense, so if Hillsong can get her one more foul, that could be a serious momentum changer. And she's currently out of the game, and I believe she'll be out of the game until probably the last two minutes if they really, really need her. Something yeah. happened to Caitlin Splain that <laughs> she had to leave the court. I think one of her shoes just ripped. She's currently putting on new shoes on the sideline. As she ran back to her own locker room to go get them. Turnover. Strange things happen on a basketball court. Strange things. This is going to be a turnover by Saginaw Valley. McCormick with the drive. Kick out to McDonald. With their line, Jay. And a foul called on to be Walker of Saginaw Valley. Yeah, rebounding foul right there. I think they called him over the back. As number 23, Victoria Stafford is now also in a little bit of foul trouble as she has three fouls. Um, they're going to sub her out of the game very quickly there, not looking to risk missing her, her, her on the end of the game. So the aggressive defenders for Saginaw Valley have both gone out as they have four and three fouls, which could be very big if Saginaw Valley tries to press again. And we're getting an off-ball foul here against Saginaw Valley. you got to wonder if this foul trouble that Saginaw Valley has been getting into recently is because of their full-court press. These players could be very, very tired. So when you're tired, you just sort of resort to fouling because... You can't stop any otherwise. McDonald with a drive now. Finger roll layup. Cuts the lead now to 42-35 Saginaw Valley. Yeah, and I think this momentum shift is definitely causing some frustration out of the Saginaw Valley players. And because of that, it often causes causes fouls. Whoa. Right, that one right there by number 44. Big push. Just unnecessary fouls now. And because it was a rebounding foul, and Hillsdale is now in the single bonus, she'll be shooting a one and one. I believe that's Lauren McDonald. That yeah. is. Definitely Hillsdale's kind of in their heads, at least a little bit, because they have begun to foul on stupid plays. Fouls they should not be giving up. Hillsdale looks to mount a comeback, only down seven now. 42-35 with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. McDonald does not make the first... It's not a one-and-one, one, I suppose. Because if it was, then they would be rushing for the rebound. 
Wait a minute. I guess it It, it definitely is a one-on-one. What on earth are the officials doing? I have doing? never seen that before. Wow. In peculiar sights. That was that was definitely 100% a one-and-one because one, it was on a rebound way away from the basket, so it wasn't a shot. It was on a rebound on their own end. Everybody just forgot it was a one-on-one. One. Even the other team. Nobody on the other team even said anything. No, but Saginaw gets it right back with the layup on the inside. I believe it is official that Hillsdale has now found the way to break the press now. Oh! Splane went up for the layup. Fouled. Is there no double bonus in women's college basketball? Like, is it just started? No, because there's only one B. I, I'm just in awe that nobody at all on the entire court noticed that she shot two shots in a one-on-one after she missed the first. Just kind of, I'm kind of astonished. Blown away. Here's two real shots, though, right here by Caitlin Splane. First one is no good, and correctly, nobody rushes the basket. Yeah. Uh, she's got her new shoes on. Maybe that's messing up her, her free throw mojo over here. She does make the second one. Yeah, she ripped her shoes about two minutes ago, and she yells, I need a sub, I need a sub. And then she ran to the locker room and got herself some new shoes. Kind of crazy the things that happen in college basketball. Smaller player on the inside. And one. Jones secures the end one for Saginaw Valley. That is not what Hillsdale wants to see. No, especially not now that they're one of their better defenders, Kendall McCormick, has four fouls instead of three. And they're going to have to take her out of the game. So they're going to sub in number 23. Which is Annalise Piestrick. Yeah, very exciting game, though. Afraid a little bit of the momentum is going back to Saginaw Valley, though. As they take a 10-point lead with that made free throw. 47-37, to 37, and they begin their press again. But it appears that Hillsdale knows now how to break through it. So one might wonder if Saginaw Valley would stop pressing as it would lose its effectiveness. I think, though, if you're trying to slow the other team down, I understand that presses can sometimes get breaking really, broken really easily as a layup is made there by number 22, Meg, Michaela Moo for Saginaw Valley. Ball is fumbled by Splane. She's attempting a quick fast break for Hillsdale. Yeah, I understand that presses can get broken really easily, but if you play soft pressure, then that slows the game down for the other team. They can't roll the ball out. So I, I think we'll see a little bit of soft pressure here instead of as much fast pressure as there was before. Maybe a half-court press. Or just one player pressuring individually, just kind of light off the ball, staying, staying back. That could also work. Making sure that they have to play game slow. McDonald furiously running on the court. Foul before the shot on number 32, Maggie Kinsley. But because they're in the bonus, McDonald's going to shoot. And hopefully they realize it's a one and one this time. Okay, hold up. So as we're talking about this right now, I'm looking at the scoreboard and I'm realizing that the fouls have stayed at five. And I know that the fouls reset each quarter, so there must only be a double bonus in women's college basketball because they reset each quarter. 
And since the fouls only go up to five, there's because if it if there was a double bonus, then they would be getting up to seven or eight. So there must not be one and ones anymore in women's college basketball. When'd you look at that? Learn something new every day, huh? Yep. Both free throws made by McDonald. Cut the lead to ten with five and a half minutes left. Half court press of just a single player's begun by Hillsdale College. Passed right out of bounds by Saginaw Valley. So Hillsdale wants to see pressure causing errors. And that was not not one of the better passes I've seen out of Saginaw Valley today. It's sailed way over her head. Bit of a fumbled inbound pass by Hillsdale. Saginaw Valley now has the ball again. Yeah, unfortunately, all these turnovers really killing Hillsdale out here. Just allowing Saginaw these easy, easy possessions. Contested Jay at the top. Whoa. Big three pointer by Michaela Moo of Saginaw Valley. Yeah, unfortunately. Going to give Saginaw Valley a 13-point lead, beating Hillsdale 52-39 to in women's basketball. Uh, you're listening to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. We're going to be back after this short break as Hillsdale calls a timeout. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Pushing the boundaries of radio and exploring new horizons with a perfect mix of student-hosted shows and nationally acclaimed radio shows, such as The Dennis Prager Show, The Hugh Hewitt Show, Our American Stories, and Veterans Chronicles. The future is here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Our American Stories. I was wrong. Listen weekdays at noon. That's okay, we don't need to be back. I just... Oh, oh, we are back. Welcome back to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale as Saginaw Valley leads Hillsdale 52-39 to uh, in the fourth quarter of play with only five minutes to go. It's really looking desperate for Hillsdale. They made a little bit of a comeback, got it down to seven with only seven minutes left to go, and then they kind of gave up that, that, that comeback lead a little bit, and they need to get some momentum going right here, right now, if they're going to keep going, if they're going to get this win. At this point in the game, both teams probably going to put in any players, even if they're in foul trouble, just because... With only five minutes left, you're going to want all the support that you can get. Yeah, we can see that reigning true as Kendall McCormick, number 15, is in for Hillsdale, one of their best defenders, one of their better players, even though she has four fouls. Hillsdale had the inbound, and Saginaw Valley pressing fiercely. Hillsdale managed to break through. Man pressure there, though, because it was from the sideline inbound. Yes. A turnover by Hillsdale. That pass went right over the head of Lauren McDonald. Now you got to wonder, is Saginaw Valley just going to try and hold out every shot clock? So you, I think you still have to score, but I definitely think you take it down to at least 10 every time. At this point in the game, uh, you're, it's too early to stop scoring, but it's definitely not too early to start wasting a little bit of time. That might have backfired. Saginaw Valley windled down the shot clock and then took it awful shot if Hills of the ball. Yeah, airballed it. Easy rebound there by Ashley Conklin. Ruman trying to take off the dribble, but it's a double dribble. 
Yeah, these turnovers starting to mount up for Hillsdale. Looking like something there might not be able to overcome without some sort of miracle coming along here. Yeah, Saginaw Valley's noticeably slowed down the offense. Just waiting for good looks and a wide open three at the top of the key. I'm Kayla Mao. Rebounds recovered. I was surprised he took that shot. Still 17 seconds left on the play clock. I understand that it was wide open, but I just think that that's an ill-advised shot. Keep wasting the clock down. He'll still struggle a little bit offensively. Good layup by Conkle. Trying to find a way back. Hillsdale really needs to start putting on some pressure here, though, if if they want to win this game. Uh, I mean, Saginaw Valley can just keep running the clock down. You've got to either start full-court pressing or at least half-court pressing. I think that the coach just wants to keep the players as fresh as possible. Travel cold on Michaela Mount, Saginaw Valley. So now Hillsdale will take the ball. Is they're going to give her a sideline inbound and kind of a kind of a rough spot for Hillsdale. And right in that corner. Ooh, good move by Splane trying to break through the defenders. Great pass by her. A great pass by Roman to the mid. Ooh, wide open layup missed by Conkle. That was some phenomenal ball movement from Caitlin Splane all the way down to Emma Ruhlman right in the middle, splitting defenders, and then another good pass by Emma Ruhlman herself down to Ashley Conkle. Ashley Conkle, unfortunately... Missed the layup, though. Santa Valley just slowly moving the ball around. Shot clock getting very low. Shot, airballed it, but Santa Valley recovers the rebound. That's something Hillsdale's not going to want to see. But over the back. No, they're so what they did there is the, the, the scorekeeper reset the shot clock, even though there were only three seconds left. Because they thought the shot hit the rim, but the refs were calling. The shot didn't hit the rim. The shot clock, it's a shot clock violation because they would have ran out of time. So it's going to be Hillsdale basketball here. On what's technically a shot clock violation. Let's move the ball quick. Roman with the drive. Lamp off the side of the rim. A little bit too far behind the basket. She probably could have snuck it in there, but that's a really, really difficult shot to take. Slight mistake by Congo. Almost just left number two by Santa Valley wide open, but she didn't shoot it because they're just trying to hold that ball for as long as possible. Windle down that clock. Now, Hillsdale needs to start putting some really, really pressure on. As Santa Valley gets an offensive foul there against number 11. Alicia Jones. That's actually her fifth foul is they are going to remove her from the game because she has five fouls. Yeah, Jones has been one of their key players for Saginaw Valley. Seven points. Probably, leader in the offense. Probably a couple steals defensively too. Uh, she's been dribbling the ball down most of the time. And now they're going to replace her with number 10, Connor Riley. Emma Riley, excuse me. Interesting decision to continue the full court press with only a minute 30 left. Especially being up by 11. I mean, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? It's been working so far in the game for them thus far. I think you continue that, I guess. 
Conk with another layup on the inside. Cut that lead to nine. Minute 20. Stranger things have happened on a basketball court. This is definitely not, this game is definitely not over yet. Oh, it's only a three possession game right now. I definitely need, Hillsdale definitely starts, needs to start pressuring because there's, it'll be less time on the shot clock than there is time. And they get an offensive off ball foul. That could be really, really costly as now Hillsdale has enough time to where if they score quickly, they don't really need to pressure Saginaw Valley as much. The pressure is not as important right now. Definitely still important. What's more important for Hillsdale is uh, getting a good look, making sure that they sink it, and just see if they get a steal because there's no other way to stop Saginaw Valley from just running out that clock without giving up a foul and letting them shoot free throws. Yeah, and getting that look really, really quickly is also very important. Time, definitely a factor, but Saginaw Valley helping out Hillsdale there a little bit. Critical inbound here. All the Saginaw Valley's defenders got stuck on the left side of the court. Hillsdale drove up the right. Pass the inside. Foul on the shot. McCormick will now shoot two. And see, that's what you got to kind of do. You got to just kind of start not throwing up shots like crazy, but you got to start shooting even if you don't get perfect looks. Lauren McDonald kind of dribbled it down there, relaxed for a second, and McCormick just called for the ball, takes it right in there, and, I mean, she put up a shot, and she didn't make it, but she got fouled. That's the kind of thing that you need. You need a little bit of luck, but you need to start getting quickly or you won't have a chance at all. Yeah, Ruhlman just came out of the game for Adkins. Yeah, as McCormick makes her first free throw here out of the two. Second one is also good. Cuts that lead down to just seven. Yeah, so right now you need one three-pointer. So you need one good shot, and then all you need is two twos. Three-score game with 54 seconds left. Saginaw Valley is currently leading Hillsdale. Hillsdale looking to either win this game, make a little comeback, or push this game into overtime possibly. I think that you shoot for overtime right here. You play some great defense, and you, I mean, maybe you start fouling, but you're only at two fouls right now, so you need three more to get them in the bonus. And apparently, there's no one and one in Hillsdale, not in Hillsdale, in women's basketball anymore in college. So you either need, if you're going to foul, you got to foul three times in order to get them into that bonus. So it's more important that you play pressure defense and you get a steal. But definitely, fouling might become a part of the game plan right here. Yeah, but uh, also just keeping that pressure up. Hillsdale has to make sure that they're, they're taking these good shots because what they need to stop doing is giving away these easy turnovers. They've, they've slowed down the turnovers. They've, they've been more uh, cautious with the ball, and it's, it's given them good results. Yeah, really, if you turn the ball over two times here, I think just in general, I think the game's over for Hillsdale. They might have one, Hill, white, one turnover and might still be able to overcome it. Although I doubt that. But if you have two, I think the game's over after two turnovers. Yeah, this is a critical moment. Second Valley will inbound the ball. 54 on the clock. Hillsdale pressing. Second Valley going to call a timeout. We're going to go to a short break. And you're listening to 101.7 FM, ready for Hillsdale. Our American Stories. Listen weekdays at noon on Radio Free Hillsdale to hear positive stories about generosity, courage, resilience, redemption, faith, and love. 
Stories about ordinary Americans who do extraordinary things each and every day. The world can be a discouraging place, but these stories share the good and offer hope. Here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. And you're back listening to Hillsdale Women's... <laughs> Hillsdale Women's Basketball as they're currently losing to Saginaw Valley 52-45, to but they seem to have all the momentum right now. But they're going to need to make something happen right here as they are currently down seven points late in the fourth quarter. Saginaw Valley Mills ball again. It's a bit of a wrap-up. Foul. Hillsdale's just trying to force those fouls because they're not yet in the bonus. They want Saginaw to shoot these free throws so they can just try and get back any kind of points. Yeah, the unfortunate thing is that that's Kendall McCormick's fifth foul, which means that she's going to have to come out of the game. Uh, unfortunate loss for Hillsdale, as they do need a comeback right here. Just Hillsdale, interestingly, not oh, just fouled. Interesting decision not to foul for a solid ten seconds. Yeah, they're just trying to be aggressive, get an early steal. You know that if you foul and you go down two more points, then yeah, the game is over. That the thing is, the thing is more or less over with. But as long as you keep it down here, if you get a steal, then you got a chance. As she, oh, and they're going to call a foul on Hillsdale, which means that she's shooting th- two free throws. Unfortunately, they called a foul because she did step out of bounds as she was fouling her. Yes, with 36 seconds left. Now, uh, second round is going to shoot two. Yeah, very, very important that Hillsdale moves quickly here, especially now. Hope's getting low, but it's not gone yet. Not quite yet. Going to need some great plays out of Hillsdale, though, in these last 36 seconds. First shot is good. Now, second round, you can try and sink these because trying to separate themselves from those as much as possible. Actually, if it was me out there, I'd miss on purpose. You make the clock start running down with only 36 seconds in a three-possession game. Oh, she just did exactly. Oh, Hillsdale calls a timeout. Oh, I forgot about timeouts, though. <laughs> it's a good timeout call by Hillsdale, trying to save as much clock so they can get the ball down. Probably going to be a deep like full court pass because we're going to go to a break. You're listening to 101.7 FM, ready for Yellowstone. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. He's instituted some pretty sweeping reforms in our school. Like what, Connie? Like taking the gum machine out of the cafeteria. What will you have? A cup of coffee. Thank you, thank you, or schmanky. <laughs> That was when radio was. Hear more of the golden age of radio weekdays at 10 p.m., Saturdays at 7 p.m., and Sundays at 3 a.m. on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Welcome back to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. Hillsdale College women's basketball currently losing to Saginaw Valley by 8 points, 53 to 45, late in the fourth quarter, only 35 seconds left. Hillsdale does have the ball, but they're going to need to do something special right here in order to, to put this game into overtime. Interesting to note, Hillsdale also has two timeouts. And on the ball, Hillsdale's got to move here. Deflection. Possession back to Saginaw Valley. That's not what Hillsdale wants at all. And a blocking foul on Hillsdale. And because they're in the bonus, she'll shoot. Yeah, possession that you probably really needed to score on. 
Unfortunately, points do not come up. Only 27 seconds left in this fourth quarter. Hillsdale down by eight. And Second Valley is going to be shooting two shots. There's all the players from Saginaw Valley. None of them go in to get the rebound. All of them are going back, play defense, make sure that Hillsdale can't get an easy fast break. Now, last time we discussed if she would miss or she should just try and... If Maisie should miss or just try and hit the rim and start the clock. Another timeout. Yeah, but with the timeout, that's not a smart strategy because you can just stop the clock right away. See, what I was thinking is... You go out of bounds, and then you pass it deep down court, and then you save yourself a couple seconds. But if you miss, you can't do that. Obviously, with the timeout, we're going to go to a short break. You listen to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Yellowstone. You don't need to search so hard for Hillsdale's latest news. Just listen to the Collegian Week in Review, where we tell you all about the top headlines from that week. Search no further. It premieres Fridays at 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Welcome back to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. Uh, we have 27 seconds left in the fourth quarter of this women's basketball game versus Saginaw Valley. They lead 55 to 45. Hillsdale's trying to make a comeback. Conk with the shot from far. No good. Saginaw Valley once again has the ball. Looks like Hillsdale's not going to foul. No. I think Saginaw Valley is just going to dribble this one out. As this game is going to end 55-45, to Saginaw Valley uh, with a tough win. Hillsdale looked to bounce back next game, but they put up a great fight. A lot of credit to them, even with their, their injuries, especially to one of their best players, Sidney Mills. They had a really, really close game until that fourth quarter. Unfortunately, Saginaw Valley pulled away. Uh, thank you for listening to 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale. This was a special broadcast of women's basketball, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Hillsdale Charger Sports on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Now back to our regular programming already in progress.